watch this. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for the Black Delegates Podcast. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is November the 1st, 2021. We're on episode 180. I know y'all miss me, but I'm back. I am the Black Ryan. I am here with my former host of the show, Ghetto Fino. Former? What do you mean former? I'm just, I <laughs> got the show. night off, you know, uh, <laughs> we're in the NBA, you got to save me for the playoffs. <laughs> so go ahead and get that DNP uh, for rest. Uh, we should have let the fans know last week, you know, so if they decided not to spend their money to be courtside, uh, they could have done so, <laughs> but we did. So you paid as long as it's not the TNT episodes, right? Right. What's good with it? Nothing much. And then we got blinking her eyes like she's sleepy. Real tired. Shea Butter Baby herself, Shonda. Hey guys, what's going on? And box wine, Poppy. Yo, Nasty he is here. Man. Had a little box wine this weekend, man. It was it was lovely. You did red hot chili pepper shirt. Hey, man, ten dollars at Target. What can you do, man? White delegation forever, right? Save ten dollars. That's what you could have done. <laughs> I, I, I need a black shirt and look. And I know two songs, so it was, it was cool. <laughs> Whatever. This is hella random, but I remember uh, Aaron in high school just had red hot chili peppers scratched into the roof of his car on the inside. Oh. <laughs> he gave me a ride on one time like yo that's strange but i but shout out to uh aaron not so big anymore that that one dude uh from the red hot chili purpose he be hooping in the uh the, the celebrity games back in the day i liked him what's his name flea I love flea, flea, flea with yeah. the blonde yeah, hair he was yeah. getting buckets he could hoop yeah he could he could he could, he could play he could play man little dude, was, little dude could hoop man nice, him and brian nice. mcknight him and brian mcknight would be like the most deadly combo from the 90s in all the celebrity Celebrity games. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about Aura. I guess he is his basketball game canceled too. We can't say he can hoop. I don't think he could hoop. We never saw him hoop before. Yes, he was <laughs> nah, he yeah yeah he he had some game. He was poking. He used to poke out in them rocking jocks and stuff. I don't even remember that, but okay, if you say so. If he probably <laughs> just had, he had like ten goons on the on the side. Like, hey man, don't touch the ball. Just pass it to him. <laughs> right, right. That's in preparation for for the uh, rocking jock. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We ain't got no RIPs. Nobody died this week. Everybody seemed to be in good working order. Nobody's sick. Everybody good? Hey. Anybody need counseling? Paul, I got <laughs> counseling, counseling last week. Right. I did. No, so I was your counselor. No, I was your. No, I'm your OG. I'm your I'm counselor. Sorry. You ain't. You don't need my counselor. You're, you come I to actually, me with your problems. I actually needed to talk to somebody, but when I, I talked talk to, to you, you, what happened? You start talking about yourself, and then I counseled you. <laughs> No, you start asking me I'm questions. Like, oh, okay. Trash. Fine. It's all right. I, I do my part. I'm not going to charge you for my services this time, but next time. <laughs> all right. So let's get straight into this week in blackness. Who are we going to have go first? Let's go with Shonda. Shonda, mm. how was your week? My week in blackness was good. I had no drug deals outside of my house that I'm aware of, so that's a positive um, had I think I told you guys like a while ago, I've been going through trying to find a new job. So I've been going through a ton of interviews and I had one this past week. Well, I had several. 
However, mm. I got a notification. Flex. Well, I, no, it wasn't a flex, but I'm just saying like the other ones weren't as big of a deal as I assumed this one to be because when I got the invitation via email, it was a Teams interview. So and I think you guys, well, last week I had, you know, braids in my hair, but they were definitely on their last leg. And I was like, I cannot meet these people with my hair looking like this. So just to prepare for the interview, it was a really busy week. I had to take my braids out. I had to shampoo my hair. I started to straighten, but that was, I just didn't have the hours that are required for that. I got, um, you know, like my best white shirt. I ironed it, my blazer, made sure that was intact. Got up early, then, put on makeup. And then is that basketball shorts from, from the waist down? I did right? have on my joggers bas- on the bottom. Yes, I did, but not basketball <laughs> okay. shorts. Okay, can't <laughs> real. That's all I know. Pan, pantsuit or skirt. That's what I was going to say. I thought you went in, but yeah, okay. You know, so I, I got, got up early, put on my makeup, and, you know, was taking this interview in the middle of my work day. So, I mean, just truly just like scrambling, and it was, it sort of threw me off a little bit, but get on, you know, to the teams and waiting to be like led into the meeting only for the person to never turn their camera on. Like, Oh, mm. got dolled up for nothing. And it was like, it was, oh, but he was, but he could see, they could see you, but they, you couldn't see them. And it was, it was the director. So I ended up, honestly, I just turned my, my camera off. So I was like, you're not sharing. I'm not sharing, but you saw me, but whatever. Yeah. But that, it took some of the pressure off, I guess, because I didn't have to look them face to face the whole time. But at the same time, I just wish I had known ahead of time because, you know, it's just, it was like, it was way too much prep than what I I, I wanted wanted it to be. <laughs> so they found out what they needed to know that you was black. Mm-hmm. Tear this one up. They know by this my name. <laughs> they, they said, they said. They knew I was black whenever they called me just because I don't have a name like Stacy, like, or anything like that. It's right. Definitely. Well, you know what? I guess you never know. Is there a, is there a is there a lie in there somewhere? Or a qua, a lie or qua? Mm-hmm. Or it's just Shonda. It? No, just but it, I mean, how many white Shondas do you know? I do know a white Lawanda though, so that's why I was going to say maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? White Lawanda. Yes. Wow. So there's some white key, there's there's some white quiches out there. I was, uh, that's like a rare mm-hmm. unicorn. You see the white quiche. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the girl pink, the, the singer pink. I think her name is Keisha. I think is I could it? be wrong. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Or maybe it's Low Keisha. I if can't I remember. had to bet, I would say Pink's name probably is Keisha. That's funny. Her name is, like I think Keisha. her name is Keisha. Let me, look, <laughs> okay. let me Google this real quick. That's what's up. I'll be, I be doing that to all my uh, salespeople, uh, Shonda, whenever uh, <laughs> I get like solicited and they be like, oh, can we can we get on the phone and have a conversation next week? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. Never turn the camera on. <laughs> so... I know. I need so to. Hey, Low Key, I, I like the interviews that. where... I like the interviews where it's just like... A lot. I've done a lot of interviews where it's just phone only, and like now that we're on this teams, like I just I'm cool with phone only because I can just look at my notes. Like you, you ask me these questions, and you want like some, like let me just look at my notes. I, you know, I feel like when I'm looking at you eye to eye, I can't really look at my notes. Yeah. So like, I, and phone interview all day long or no, te- that no teams. It definitely worked out for the note taker then. It definitely did. For That's sure. why I was like, let me oh, turn this off so I can <laughs> like, go through my, my 500 notes. pages. Yeah, for sure. Free, freestyle, all of that stuff. Well, and good luck to you. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. Her name is Alicia, not Keisha. Alicia. Alicia. Sorry. Yeah, Alicia. Yeah, that's good. But how's it, but how's it spelled, Phenom? How's it spelled? A-L-E-C-I-A. Mm, that's, oh, that's black. Pretty, that's pretty ghetto. That's, that's pretty, super that's black. <laughs> A-L-E-C-I-A? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Right. Don't no E make no E sound with one E? Come on. That's Chill. Funny. Vernacular. All right. Box wine poppy. How was your week? Week was good, man. Uh, trick or treating with the kids yesterday, handing out candy. 
Nothing too special. Uh, I told you I went to the I went to Lowe's early one morning. Went to go get like some some mulch for the kids' playground, trying to get the yard you know looking nice for the for the for the fall winter time or whatever like that. Old old dude stand out there when at, at the front you know like you know you go to like the 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 lawn section or the the outdoor section you know there's like a separate entrance or whatever I'm talking about you know it's like yeah. a gate you don't go through the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see like old I see like an old man out there and he's just talking to like the customer to to like the, the cashier, an old lady you know and they're just talking I'm not thinking nothing about it. I walk in there and get my stuff. Come back out. The dude just he's just jabber jaw, and then the lady comes and rings me up or like that, and he's like, uh, he's and I, I, I he overhears me tell the lady, oh, oh, I need a military discount. So he's like, he he says, oh, you were in the military. He's like, oh, let me give you a hand, uh, carrying your stuff to your car. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need to help, sir. I'm, I'm good. And he's like, no, 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 I don't mind. And because I had like a a pot of flowers, I had a bunch of bags of like mulch and a pot of flowers. So he was gonna carry the flowers, and I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. He's like, no, but he kept insisting. So I was like, fine, come on. You want to, you want to carry my stuff to my car or whatever, man. Some, sometimes old dudes do that. So he's, so he's asking me like, so he's asking me like, you know, branch in the military, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to talk to this dude while he, you know, just walk to my car. My car's literally right there. Just help me get in the, in the trunk and, and be on your way. Man, this dude started talking to me about, uh, he starts talking about the military. And then he starts talking about like, you heard about the, the, the audit in Maricopa. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'm like blanking out. You know, it's early in the morning. It's like 730. I'm like, uh, there was some kind of like military audit. Because before, right before then, he was talking about the military. And we were like, I was like, okay, so he's just talking military. Finally, man, the dude started going on for like two minutes. I finally figured out he's talking about the election fraud stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, so I'm, I'm just like, and I'm like, this dude was nice. He's you know, he came. Yeah. He was trying to recruit me, but I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at him like, I'm like, bro, it's too early in the morning. I don't really have time. I don't have the energy. But I was just kind of like, oh, you're talking about the election stuff? I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But I wanted to say like, get the hell on. But I was like, what do you say to a dude, man? So I, like, I'm, I'm just asking the group, what what, do you, what would y'all do in that situation? Y'all going to uh, give this man a bunch of a bunch of uh, a lip at 730 in the morning out here? I think you at, owe it to your country to I go so, undercover. Baby. For is insurrection Infiltrate. part two next January and be ready, man. We need somebody on the inside. <laughs> you know, Botswana Poppy gave him the White Lives Matter. It's like you know, White <laughs> Lives Matter. <laughs> oh no, he didn't. He saw the bumper sticker. He knew it. It's, it's, it was right there, right beside the, little, <laughs> right beside the AK forty seven one that said like uh, "F around and find out" or something like that. <laughs> right. Anyway, so that's it, man. That's all I have. What about you, Phenom? What you got? Uh, my week in blackness. And, uh, you know, I guess first I say thank you once again to everybody for rocking with us during Shocktober. Uh, that was fun. I thought, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was something different. It was something good to do. Uh, first off, um, Mrs. Phenom made sure she, uh, she accosted me before I came down into the studio <laughs> and she said first she said tell the black delegate she said what's up and I was okay. like no I'm not doing that and she was like tell them <laughs> she was like and by the black delegates I mean Shonda <laughs> so oh, oh, Shonda. it's like that huh hey okay. that's my buddy and then second feminism going crazy <laughs> right she wanted me to relay oh no this is phenoms oh no Ratings for Shocktober. Hmm. Oh no! She wanted me to rate the episodes. All right. And so, 
and number four. This is a racist. <laughs> in the ratings. The the fourth best Shocktober <laughs> episode. The Black Ryan. Oh, thank God. She was God. not feeling the little green aliens. Nobody at least feeling not that. as no much one. as the other story. No one. You're the only right. one feeling the green aliens right Coming in third for Shocktober. Red Hot Chili Pepper himself, Box Wine. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. This, this is this is bias. This is, this is bias. She, 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 exactly. She, Very biased. She, you know. You know he won. Come on. She clearly favors half of the delegates versus the other half. Me and, That's true too. Me and me and Ryan are the are the are the are the redheaded stepchildren of this of this whole podcast lifetime right vow with this dude. But we gonna wonder why he's number one. Right. Coming in number two. You for the. Uh, month of Shocktober. The Ghetto Phenom. Hey. She said that my story was dope, but she said it was too much laughing. And she wasn't scared because we were laughing the whole were time. We and the number one Shocktober story she gave to Shonda. She said it was spooky. It was disturbing. It put her in the Halloween spirit. Uh, and Shonda's over here dancing, and I think you know that, it's, it's broveries. Over, my it's, life. It's, I normally come number two to Shonda. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. It's, Phenom. It's clearly ovaries before broveries. Oh over goodness, here, it's not fair. <laughs> ovaries before broveries. Come on, dog. And she she was adamant that I shared that on the story, so she wanted to let y'all two know that she hates y'all. She likes me a little bit. And she loves Shonda. So. I love her too. It, we, this, this is clear. This is clear. Ryan, I ain't getting no credit for my storytelling ability, though. I had to break that down a certain way. But that's all right. It's cool. Your storytelling, storytelling ability made that I story. I could have told the story of Mary 5, had a little lamb and it would have been fire. <laughs> I don't know about that. Save that for next October. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb. Hey, I bet yeah. it's probably a creepy story, though, when you, when you right. look at all exactly. the old stories. And then uh, next, talk about Halloween a little bit. So, uh, we normally, you know, I normally give out candy for Halloween. I, last year, I don't know if I did. I don't think I did last year just because of COVID, you know, was kind of in full swing. So, I said, this year, let me get back to it. I did uh, get a costume. I think uh, Ryan has probably seen it because if he's been on the gram. Oh, Ryan had the wife. The, the wife mentioned it and she said, did you see his costume? <laughs> and I said, no, I don't care about that dude. <laughs> and that's kind of what I, mean. I was like. I'm sick of looking at that dude on my feet. <laughs> hilarious. Well, here was my costume, my bootleg costume. Oh, hilarious. Oh, so you did do it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that wig. <laughs> I was I was Ali from Squid Game, which I got me a little bootleg uh, tracksuit from Amazon. I got me a little bootleg wig from uh, Spirit Halloween Shop. And uh, put that together. So that was cool. Uh, handed out candy to the little kids. Actually, I got some, um, what did I get? The fruit snacks. And then I got some, like a little bag of chocolates. But what? y'all turning y'all face up because y'all, <laughs> when I said fruit snacks, y'all yeah, all gotta... looking crazy. 
When I Hold on, did you, you, did you have a no-name brand of, of, of chocolate? Did you get like just chocolate you made at the house? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you no, talking no, about like no, a no, name no. brand? The chocolate was just one of those little assortment bags because okay, okay, I went I on Halloween. So that's mm, all they had. They had but it, yeah, okay. it was decent. You know, it had some Reese's uh, peanut butter cups in there, the little oh, Mr. Good bars, the little Hershey's. Uh, but I also, before that, I got a big old thing of fruit snacks from Costco. And when I say them little kids was going ham for the fruit snacks, like they was hype. This one little girl, she's probably like three or four. Like she made her mother open up the fruit snacks right there. She was like, oh, oh, I need one right now. Open right now. How cute. Her mother was like, oh, she likes yours. So that's a little game. And that fruit snacks joint from uh, Costco is like $10. You get like a thousand fruit snack packages in there. Yep. Put y'all on game for Halloween. That's what's up. Uh, and lastly, uh, what I'll talk about real quick. So in the other group chat, the one that Shonda's not a part of, uh, where we talk about her behind her back. All day, exactly. Uh, that's that's really all it's for, actually. That's the whole purpose of it. <laughs> right. I don't care. That's what it's called. Talk about Shonda behind her back. No, I was uh, shocked that the homie, uh, longtime listeners will know, G, uh, a former black delegate, uh, he said we were talking about Raymond noodles or ramen noodles. Hold on, what'd you say, Raymond? You said like everybody loves Raymond noodles. <laughs> Raymond noodles sometime up here. Right. What you talking um, about? That's what we call them, or it's Raymond noodles. But I I know the appropriate name is ramen, so that's why I self corrected. But uh, yeah, G said that he rocked with the cupped noodles that's right. a violation and that's a violation shocked. right there i was like what a black dude that rocked with the cup noodles over the one in the little package so i went on ig this is my personal ig not the pod ig and i just put a little poll up and i was like yo which one do y'all eat or did y'all eat back in the day a or b a was the cup noodles b was the package noodles a hundred percent as of right now said b Nobody's rocking with the cup noodles. Nobody. So G, I don't know. Me and G grew up near each other. I don't know what happened in your life. It's two Americas. It's two Americas. To it's two Americas. Yo, I bought some at the house one time, just a cup, and I don't think nobody ate them. And they ain't never even had them. They was just like, you know what? This don't feel right in my bones. <laughs> they just left them. If, so I, if I don't have that, that little brick, if I, that little square brick that I throw in the water and it just takes forever to like to to, to turn soupy, and then that little packet of like basically hypertension in a in a ba- in a bag, then I, I can't have it. I got to have that little hypertension in a bag. <laughs> gotta gotta crush it up. Gotta crush it That's up right. first, then open the bag. But hey, but seriously, Ryan, you need to go try. Man, they got these little ramen noodle restaurants now, man. And they and I, I, I looked in St. Louis. They got them in St. Louis, man. And but they they do it, you know they, they do it fancy, man. It's it's pretty nice, man. You gotta try. I hate it ramen, man. I would never. Eat it. That was just one of them foods as a kid for whatever reason. I always hated it. I told my mom I don't want it, but I choked it down so I can eat the chicken nuggets <laughs> that came with it. Uh, hey, ramen's fire. It's good. But not just not the cup. And I think that's where Master P went wrong. I told y'all his was trash. It's in a cup. <laughs> that's why it's trash. His is trash because it's salty square. as a mug. Yeah. So that's all I got. What about you, Ryan? Alright, my week in blackness was uh I guess it was kind of white. I mean, I got a chance to try a lot of different foods with this HelloFresh joint. And one of the foods I had never, ever tried before, heard of it on millions of shows, couscous. Yo, what the heck is couscous? I didn't know what it was. Never ate it before. I never seen it before. 
Um, I don't know what y'all talking about. It sound it's a violation in my mouth. That's what it is. It's like little it's like little balls popping yeah, out. It's just, it's just, just, like just it. tiny tiny balls. I don't know. They taste like dirt. It's, what is this? It's trash. <laughs> And you I, I choke down. Eat, is it warm or you uh, eat it's cold, right? meal it was, cold? It was some kind of chicken meal. You know, it's chicken and asparagus and couscous. But it was nasty, <laughs> you it, man. You didn't like nasty. it. Are you supposed to eat it cold? I never. Are you supposed to eat it cold or is it hot? I never. It hot. I never knew that. It, it was, was hot. hot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it even has some lemon on it. Uh, some kind of lemon. You know, that's what the direction said to do. I didn't like mm-hmm. it. I didn't like it at all. It made. It had a hint of rice. So it kind of tastes like rice. I had to look it up. Like, what the heck is it? <laughs> so apparently mm-hmm. it's some, some type of wheat or a piece of a wheat. Mm-hmm. It's some um, culture. See, when, when it's I from Africa. It's, a, it's, a, it's an African dish. You don't like African dish, my brother? Oh, huh? Lord. You don't like <laughs> it's a North African dish? Couscous. Yeah, like That's what I was going to say. When I used to hang out with my homie Zim uh, back in college, Zim used to be making the couscous. He'd make really? couscous. Races. Before we you... would go out to eat uh, at the African restaurants and get some couscous. And then he would make a. Uh, Pilaf, no, jellof, jellof rice. And I would try to make jellof rice. I could never make it uh, like Zim, but he's from Liberia, so I guess I shouldn't be able to. So is couscous an African dish? It says North Africa, yeah. Really? uh, Algeria, Tunisia, Mauritania, Morocco, Libya. That's all right. I don't eat that slave food. I already said that. That's not (laughs) Couscous is not slave food. That's crazy. (laughs) Uh, That's racist. Otherwise, let's see. The second white thing I did was I watched some. Uh, I've been watching a lot of NBA. NBA is cool now that people ain't fouling and jumping into folks. You can actually get some defense to the three point line, so it ain't fifty threes a game by terrible shooters. And I noticed that uh, the halftime shows. I love them. I don't know if y'all ever sit there and watch any of the halftime shows. NBA halftime shows are cool because it's the people that have sat up for. 20 years and practice the most ridiculous skill so that they could be the best person in the world so they could go to all halftime shows of all sports and perform uh you know in front of thousands of people and it's crazy and i saw a dude his name was the amazing chin balancer the amazing chin balancer dude was balancing mad things on his chin it was crazy he had ladders he had uh wheelbarrows he had bikes Whatever you can think of, that dude was balancing on his chin and just a fat dude that just been chilling on the couch otherwise, but got mad chin balancing the skills. So I just want to give a shout out to the random uh, halftime shows. In his neck games. game is crazy. Yeah. Chin, chin <laughs> game is crazy. <laughs> neck game is crazy. Yeah, I always see, and, and it seemed like there is a rotation mm-hmm. of those people. Oh, like circuit. It's a circuit. Around to different teams. Yeah, it's I a circuit. I always see the... Uh, the Chinese lady will be yep. on like a unicycle yeah. balancing plates. Plates on her head. Um, yep. And then you see the old dude that would um, like climb up. I don't know. They, it, I forget what he was. St- I think it was chairs. He would stack up a bunch of chairs and then climb up to the yep. top. Where I've he seen got that like one. 20 chairs on top. That dude is dope. Yep. Yeah, so, man. yeah, shout out to them. Yep, yep. So. Uh, the next thing, which makes my week go back to black, is my ghetto neighbors. I just threw it up in the group chat. Come this on, is what let's I've talk been looking it, finally. at. This is what I've been looking at on the side of the house for like the past. Let's talk about it. How long has it been, Paul? Mm-hmm. When did I send you a picture of that door, Paul? How long ago did I send you a picture of the I door? It was March. March and I said, though, yo, these people just sat, they just sat a door outside and it's just been sitting there. 
It's being mm-hmm. uh, hit by the weather. It's getting wet. It's bold. There are mushrooms growing inside the hole of the where the doorknob should go. Still mm-hmm. sitting there. Haven't done nothing with it. Then, you, as you see next to it, a bunch of boxes, like from Sam's. Just like a box of uh, empty box for Frito-Lays. Uh, empty containers for a uh, 12-pack of sodas. It's just sitting there. It's just sitting there, y'all. It's driving me crazy. And no, it's not just sitting there. I'm out. Like a big rat has moved in there, man. It's like now, now, it's, now it's new as like camp in there. They get on my nerves. They're making me have hatred in my heart. They're hurting my spirit and my soul. Mm-hmm. Black on black um, crime? Is it going to be black is, on black crime? This is definitely a test. I don't know if God is testing me. He's trying to see, you know, will I reach my hand out to say I'll help them some kind of way. But in a minute, I'm just going to be like, when y'all going to clean this trash up over here on the side of this house I'm sick of looking at? Uh, fortunately, I lead a snitcher to my wife. Uh, so she can she can make the call because when it's time to uh, to talk about it, if anybody come to me and I'll be like, nah, I ain't say nothing to nobody about it, but you do need to clean it up, and then I can I can address it that way. Why don't you but just go knock on the door me. and tell them, yo, this is what it is. No, because I shouldn't have to. Or you could call the county Can't and have call- them come and write a citation. The HOA, the HOA. So if you're not snitching, I said I'll leave a snitcher to my is. wife. I ain't say we wasn't snitching. <laughs> My wife snitching, maybe. I don't know. But Call HOA, is, man. Most of the people that have that no snitch mentality, when you ask them why they have that mentality, they're like, look, I'm not going to the cops. I'm going to handle it myself. So you can't not snitch and then not handle it yourself. So you got to go over there. I'm going to need you to go over there tomorrow. Uh, knock on the door. You could tell <laughs> them. You could, you could Film it while you're doing, please. Too. You could say, Any listen. Content? <laughs> I'm a friend of the ghetto phenom, all right? Don't make me call him over here, okay? Because you know what's going to happen if he come over here. So I am the first line. I'm trying to protect you. So just just name drop. Let him know. Yeah, and if that don't work, you tell him, say, hey, and I'm also friends with Box My Poppy. And if you don't get this up in the next uh, 48 hours when he drives over here, because <laughs> it's going to take him that long to get here. <laughs> Be a problem. I'm telling you right now that I don't think the threat threat uh, is gonna work. I don't know. I mean, we got the we got the dope boys dropping through. I know the brother's a dope boy, so I don't, I don't think I want these problems. Dang. I'm telling you, man, you just need to build. You need about invest in some trees, get you some crepe myrtles, man, something that grows fast, and just put it right there. And then you, that that's the best you can do, man. Yeah, they, I they, just they, I just don't want to see them, man. I mean, I'm, I'm out of sight, <sighs> out of mind. That's all I can tell you, man. That's it. Hey, choose violence. Slap somebody. I can't, man. I mean, I don't. I don't <laughs> think there's any good way for you to just be like, "Yo, when y'all gonna pick up this trash?" Because it's, it's no nice way for me to say it. Won't be like, "Yo, this door been sitting here for six months. When are you gonna move it?" Hey, that's when can y'all thing. stop being trash? This trash has been sitting when out here for, for a week and a half now. When are you gonna pick this trash up? Yeah, I, I think you have reached like OG status, though. I think you you forty think so. though now, I'm right? I'm old. Yeah, yeah. 41. Once you hit forty, like that's what the old heads did in the hood. Like back in the day, growing up, if I was doing some trifling, my neighbor might be outside watering his grass, and he'd be like, "Boy, what you what is you doing over there?" Like that's that's <laughs> not what we do here. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, so I guess they they probably are pretty young. Responsibility. Yeah, they probably are pretty young. I forget. The, yeah, because that's right. Because one day I said something to him, and he was like, oh, "Oh, no, sir." And I was like, "Oh, like this dude called me sir." <laughs> So yeah. maybe maybe they are younger than that. I think they are. 
So let, let, him, let, let him get up close and look at that beard, and then you'll know. He's like, hey, that's a, that's a respected elder in the neighborhood. I need to pick my trash up finally. I'm fine with it. It ain't going to matter, though, man. I mean, they can pick it up now, but it's, that's, it's just who they are, man. It's just it's just who they are, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you're just out there leaving trash, and, and man, you can't imagine what the inside of that place looks like. If the outside looks like that, you can't even imagine what's inside there. Come on now. You know it's trash. I just it has I, to be. I need her to get back together with the baby daddy because he kept things straight outside, man. Yeah, but he's he's probably gone upstate gone. somewhere. I see him Sorry. every once in a while. And I mean, he back. I see him every. I saw him at the school. I was behind him. But yeah, mm. man, just he was being real ignorant up in that line too. So I'm just like, yo, man, it's, it's just bad out here. Real ignorant in the line. You can't be skipping the line when we're picking up the kids. But anyway, that was my week. So y'all pray for me. Trash neighbors. Hey, man. Hate them. Literally. Right. Can't live hey. with them. Can't live without them. But yes, we kind of got the same. We got a, 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 some, not the same issue, but like uh, whoever owned the house before us, they just put a bunch of trees on so our neighbor because that's like where they park like their, their lawnmower. They put it like, in, like on a tarp on that side of the house facing us. So like we don't have to see it. So they put a bunch of trees so you can't really see it no more. But like, they, you know, they did that several years ago. They just got sick of the the Mexican family next door always uh, leaving their their stuff out. Like that side of the house just looked junky. That's true. Because remember, we can add this stuff to uh, the pallet that they have leaning up against a tree in the back. There's another pallet on the ground <laughs> under the tree. It's just it's just stacking up. They're letting the weeds grow all up on the uh, satellite dish. I just want to cut that weed down. Like, uh, I don't understand why this can't get done. Because they, they have to see it. I know you see it. Leaving the trash cans out for t- for a week at a time. And they own the house or they rent? I don't know. I assume they, they own it. Because they it told just be renting. Dude told me they bought the house when we, right before we did. Like maybe two weeks before we got. Mm. And he's like, oh yeah, so we just bought the here's house. here's what you need to do. You, you can handle this in the most passive aggressive way possible. You need to go ahead. Once we get LeBron done with the did. podcast, you need to uh, pick up the mic. You need to Drop a dope diss track. Really? P- put it on a USB thumb drive mm, and man. leave it on the front step. It's untitled. It don't got your name on it. Mm. No, it's just a fire diss track on a USB thumb drive. I would have to put drive. Mossberg Amazing on there, though. Yeah. And <laughs> if it's fire, I got to leave that on there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, look, and look, they're like probably young people, so they ain't got no USB thumb drive to put it in. And I think I'm like, what do I do with what this thing? I'm totally <laughs> yeah, <they> confused. <laughs> They got somewhere to put a USB thumb drive. Yeah, they 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 can. I'm thinking, what would LeBron do since he's the passive aggressive king? And I'm thinking, what if I just spray paint a nigga on their uh, garage? <laughs> they never, they never suspect me, <laughs> and they'll get the point too. They might straighten up. They be like, "Yo, everybody, they thinking, they thinking we this." Oh no. You gonna put the hard R on there? Oh, yeah, man, hard sick. R. You can't put an A because then y'all know. Nah, I'm gonna put a capital E R so they know who I'm talking about. Put it on the door too, so then be. they'll get rid of that on the side of the house. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> they just flip it on the other side. Like, then you gonna get caught on a ring camera. You gonna go viral. They are gonna be like, ah, oh, look at this black dude writing. Oh, I'm gonna destroy R. the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Oh. <laughs> You gotta find um, a random white guy right. at the gas station and pay him like a, a few yeah. dollars to do yeah. it. <laughs> mm. Then the Some tells me if you don't have like, a... see, it was them all the time. Right? We yeah, never even were racist. They would, but I do a tour. I'm going on uh, Donald Trump. I'm going on his uh, campaign tour. I'm gonna be right next to them two chicks. We gonna. I'm gonna make some money off of it though, and yeah, I'm gonna disappear. 
right. Oh, Diamond and Silk. Oh, that's yeah. your girls. I know. Diamond I know and girls. Silk, and what would my name be? Wavy. I had to think about it. <laughs> All right, Diamond, Silk, and Wavy. Let's get into these topics. We have talked long enough. Thank God. Paul, you're going to go first. Mm. The name of your topic is, you know him as Joe from the police. What? Joe the policeman from What's Going Down. Episode, no, I guess that's right. my mama. Read it. No, it, read no, it right. It's the longest topic title ever, and you're going to let me read it? <laughs> it's it's a you it right. Hold on. Let me take a deep breath. Here we go. You know him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Give it up for Jackson Heights' own Randy Watson and his band Sexual Chocolate. Paul. Sexual Chocolate. What's the story? Man, you read that. That, is hor- that was horrific. That's how, how you, you wrote it, bro. There's no, there's no punctuation, no commas, hey. nothing. <laughs> he read it. Like a white person that spray paints he with a hard R. I'm getting in character. Exactly. He's getting in character, right? <laughs> he did. He did. He said. He said exactly like a, like that. I would expect a person that would spray paint a hard R on somebody's drive driveway. That's exactly how it sounds. But yeah, man. So this is the story about a dude. You know, we. I mean, look, man. Everybody's getting so offensive about costumes. I'm hearing about coworkers talking about their kids. Have all these like basically manuals about like what their costumes can be, you know these these kids go to schools and like oh you can't do this it can't be offensive to to groups it can't be too gory things like that. Well, this dude is like a city councilman in a town in, I think it said Warsaw, Virginia. Is that what that's what it said? Yep. And for whatever reason, he decided to go to a costume party as Randy Watson, the kind of like lounge singer. From a ski, a scene in the original Coming to America, uh, the Black Delegates podcast, we do not recognize Coming to America Part Two. We do not recognize that, <laughs> even it. though Phenom Speak and Ryan said it was decent. That thing was terrible. It was terrible. But anyway, he he dressed up as Randy Watson, but he decided to wait for it. He threw on some shoe polish on his face. I'm guessing so he went in blackface. And so I want to ask y'all. First of all, what do y'all think about the outfit? And do you give him a pass? What, what, what is this? Is this okay? Is this too much? And Sean, I'm gonna go to you first because you look the most appalled of the three. Uh, blackface is never okay to me, myself personally. But uh, I, I did see it in the group chat. I, I chuckled a little bit, but it is still highly inappropriate. Um, I, it, it's funny because like I wouldn't even think of the white delegation knowing who Randy Watson is. So the fact that he was quote unquote creative enough to come up with being that character. Interesting, kind of funny, but race is not a costume. He could have done Randy Watson and put the, you know, the wig on, the blue suit, all that. And it would have been hilarious. But no, it's never. He, okay. he would have just been the wedding singer, though. It's not the same. Oh, yeah. ooh, I forgot about Adam Sandler in the way. Yeah, can't do that. Phenom, what do you think? Give me a ruling. No, it's no pass. I agree <laughs> with Shonda. It's, it's, it's no passes in blackface. Uh, I agree with what she said. He could have done that without the blackface. And somebody might have thought he was a wedding singer. And he could have said, no, no. I'm Randy Watson. Like, that's, that's literally all it takes. <laughs> like, it's just no excuse uh, to have blackface. I don't know. There was also, and we see this every Halloween. There's still uh, folks that will put on blackface. I don't know if y'all saw the little kid that was supposed to be Michael Jordan uh, that had like <laughs> no, blackface. He was in a Michael Jordan costume. <laughs> the kid was probably like 
Uh, I'll, I'll put it in the group chat. I'll also put it in the show notes. But the kid was probably seven or something and was white kind of all the way, <laughs> but then had like a, a, I don't know if it was a shaved head or just one of those shaved head things you put over, but his neck and his head were black, mm. like in black mm. face. Mm. And he's supposed but, to it, it, but his parents did that, right? I mean, like he's, yeah, he, oh, I was, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> but hey, it's man. just like, yeah. it's just, it's not cool. And I've seen... I've seen enough costumes of white delegation members mm-hmm. being black characters without the blackface, and it looks cool. Like Shonda said, it's almost like, oh, like that's dope that you are aware enough of black culture to do this, but you don't need the blackface. So, okay. No Ryan. Pass. Ryan, what about you? I'm gonna play devil's advocate slash Ryan. Yes, I don't see anything wrong with a dope costume. This man's costume is fire. I have no problem with it if you're doing it well. It's only blackface if you paint your face black, black. I feel like the costume we we have to allow whiteness to also appreciate our characters. They are great. They are great. If we want to be a white person and do white <laughs> white makeup, if it looks good, it'll be dope. I'm fine with it. Now, I understand why other people don't like it, so I'm not telling white people to go out here and do this. But I think if your costume's fire, your costume's fire, and I think this dude's Randy Watson is top-notch. Look, I'm almost agree with you, but you are you you've gone too far away on this one, Ryan. Look, I'm not gonna go quite that far. Look, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to get I'm a character not... so I can write nigga on the garage door. Lord. <laughs> look, I, look, I will allow. I'm, I'm my, this is my ruling. I'm allow this to stand, but I gotta hear how he breaks down of the Whitney Houston song. If he can't hit the notes mm. just like Sexual Chocolate does, if he can't hit the like the way the the movie and how you were. Saying the quote that uh, to intro this uh, this segment was terrible. You obviously have never listened to watch the movie. Come on, now. if he can't hit the notes of Whitney Houston, just like sexual chocolate, just like Randy Watson did in the movie, then I then he got to go, man. But I got to hear it, so I got to hear. It. I got I need him to get online. You got twenty four hours, Mister. What's his name? Farron Hamlin. That was just a terrible name, Farron Hamlin. You got twenty four hours to respond. Get on to TikTok, Instagram, whatever you got. Let us hear. Let's hear your Whitney Houston. Let's hear because the greatest love of all. We got to hear what you what you say. Okay, if it so sounds good, let's think about that'll outstand. I think you're asking too much. But let's say he comes out and he has a fire rendition of the song. Then he's got. Now he's got to stand. He's got a pass. He's good for me. He's good. There is no pass <laughs> because let the record show. So box wine poppy is basically like the Kamala Harris. Of the Black <laughs> he only goes in the tie. Okay, wow. you only, you only, you only the top rank. Wow, so, it was two. It was, it was, it was two against one. No, of the Black delegation. Yeah, it was two against one. And what That's he means is because she's the vice president, not because she mm. is a woman or black or anything of that nature. Yeah, I wasn't talking about because okay. of, of race, but yes. I'm just saying he's a tiebreaker vote. So when there is one and a half. Box one poppy's vote. We ask him his opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. I still say I I think it 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 could be funny, but I gotta see. I I like the outfit though. The fit's good, man. Yeah, the outfit was dope. The blackface, not so much. Not so much. I thought we agreed on the that one episode that blackface is literally the black shoe polish because we. 
Phenom, I swear you said somebody was okay to have Brown, and they were doing something similar to this. You talking about Robert Downey Jr.? I can't remember who yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert also Jr. give a pass because it was fire, and his character was fire on Tropic Thunder. Yeah, fire. We all gave him a pass in that movie. Yeah, and but and also, but he was in the movie. He was. He's a I mean, dude he, he playing was, another it was, dude. It was absurd, but it was absurd. But he was also talking about like like racial kind of issues yeah. at the time or whatever yeah. like that. I mean, it, it was it was it, why, it was, was layered. Why the pass was given is because it was a like it was a meaningful a purpose of him yeah. showing the absurdity, like Boxwine Poppy said. Whatever, that is not what we said. We said it was funny. But it is. Well, back. That's pull why up we the, let it Pull ride. up the footage. Oh, we said there's no nuance. I was, but. There's no nuance to sexual chocolate here. This this man is fire, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, that dude actually looks it. like my old boss, kind of. Lord, really? <laughs> <laughs> it, it might looks be. like my old boss if he did blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. Anyway, that's all I got, man. Keep going. Keep going. Shonda got a case of the itis. Mm. Yep, doctor. This doctor, he certainly had a, a really bad case of the itis, and it cost him a few dollars. So, okay. there was a doctor at the Boston Medical Center. His name is Tony Tanauri. He's the head of spine surgery, and he was recently reprimanded for quote unquote conduct that undermines public confidence. So, the incident occurred in 2016 when he accompanied a patient and the chief resident to the operating room for a surgery. Then I guess he he felt like it was time for lunch because he left. He went to his car. He ate. He fell asleep. He missed the entire operation, and he did not come back until the next day. So <laughs> he was ultimately wow. fined $5,000. He was ordered to take five education credits and professionalism, and then he also had to review like the regulations around his misconduct. So the patient was notified of the situation. They didn't have to pay for the surgery. The I guess the chief resident performed the surgery, and the surgery outcome was positive. So just curious. I, th- I think this story is really, really crazy. Just the fact that he was only fined $5,000 and had to do like five education credits. That was, to me, just like chump change for him and, and a re- like a slap on the wrist. Not anything that's going to prevent him from doing this again in the future. But I was going to ask you guys or throw it to you guys, like, how do you, how would you feel if you were the patient, or do you feel like the punishment, quote unquote, was enough? Fina, I'll throw it to you first. Um, I think this probably happens more often than you know we realize. Yeah. I think he just <laughs> got caught essentially because he didn't come back. But if you notice, like when you go to the doctor or when you go to the dentist, it's the assistant like doing all the work, Mm -hmm. like the doc, like being a doctor would be a dope job. Uh, I guess it's just like a lot of other jobs where the higher you get, you know, the less work you actually do, you're more kind of delegating. So it's like, hey, the doctor's like, look, I've been here. I done uh, earned my stripes. So he just coming in and, and just supervising. Is what he's doing. He, he, he's supervised. Yep, you you get that scalpel. Yep, you. And if it gets into a sticky situation, he'll take it. But yeah, the assistant's doing all the work. When I go to the dentist. The assistant's doing all the prep. She's 
uh, flossing my teeth and and doing all that. Mm-hmm. The dentist just come look come at in it. And look, yep. be like everything good. <laughs> good job. Like, tap, he, good. Tap on, he tap on stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Right. He just Keep tap the teeth. No, my dentist actually uh, does a lot of that. But still, y'all y'all get the point. So yeah, I'm not surprised by this. I think the five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, that's that's kind of minor, but I, I think it happens all the time just because the doctors aren't necessarily doing all of that work. Box wine. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you hit you hit on something kind of like that. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing because like my mom's a nurse, and I, I've actually got a bunch of people in my family that's nurses. So like you know they talk about doctors a lot, but like you know it's it's kind of amazing to me like people entrust like oh this guy's a doctor, he knows everything, he's really smart, you know, and it's just kind of like you have like a I don't know it's our it's our culture or something like that. Like we're like you know we have like automatically when you hear somebody's a doctor, you have like reverence for them. But yo, man, doctors. Uh, there's a lot of dumbass doctors out there. Terrible. They 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 legit terrible, man. They have terrible advice. I mean, I've gone to like pediatricians about my kid and like you know like serious stuff, like you know, and they be giving you terrible advice. They don't know what the hell they're talking about sometimes. I mean, they just they just people, man. I mean, they 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 went to school, they got the accreditations and stuff like that. But I don't mean, they're great. Uh, but then this dude. You know, first of all, I want to know what, what the meal was. Was he eating couscous in the car? What was he doing? Because he, he looks he looks oh, North no. African to me. No, he does he not. He looks North African. He does look North African. Maybe some catamiglia. He has some catamiglia. He has like a, a, a catamiglia in like a wrap or something like that. Or, a, you know, a, 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 a G, is it Giro? Gyro? I don't know how to pronounce Eero, it. Gyro. Gyro. Whatever the hell Eero. it's called, what man. What y'all talking about, Gyro? Man, look, man, it's, it's just a Greek sandwich. That's all it is. A Greek wrap. That's all it is, <laughs> dog. Just call it a Greek wrap. Why we gotta call it extra? Right. Man? So wait, but so I want to know what he was eating up in there. And then, and then, yo, why did this man just, just like you said he didn't get up till the next morning and didn't, didn't he didn't bother calling nobody until the next day? This dude was just out there cold, knocked out cold for like twelve hours in the car. So that part was a little That's vague because I was wondering the same thing. They say he didn't show. He missed the surgery, but he didn't show back up. At the the hospital until the next either. day, right? So <laughs> like, I think he probably realized that he missed the surgery and just went home. He was like, "Well, I missed it already, so I'm gonna go home." But right. how would you guys feel though if you else. were the 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 patient though? Like this was clearly a major surgery. He was the head of spine surgery, so it wasn't like he had a. Mold no, it, said, it said emergency ankle surgery. It said it said it was emergency ankle surgery. So I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you need your ankle, but I think you can live. You know, it's fortunately it wasn't like like lung surgery or something. Like that, yeah. So you wouldn't have an issue if you were the patient if you found out that this happened. If I got free surgery, if I still got the surgery and I got free, uh, yeah, I take that. Did <laughs> they say the like, surgery yeah, was free? Yeah, yeah it was that's, free. What, that's what free. she just said. Oh, okay. So well, if cool. I'd have got that free, I, I still probably would have threatened a lawsuit. Like, let me get. Let me get another little titanium. Five, Let me get a titanium of ankle in here. And we we good to go. Actually, yeah. if that happened to me, like the odds of that happening to me probably pretty high because everything gonna go wrong. Aww. So what what would have happened is, yeah, the surgery's free, but guess what? I already put all the money on my card uh, for the for the oh, Medicare yes. card, the medical card. I can't even get the money back. They're gonna keep it at the end of the year. Here, I didn't put twenty five thousand dollars on that to cover my surgery, and now I can't get it back. You got to just file it on your taxes or something crazy. Thing. But I, I don't know. I think I would rather my doctor fall asleep and miss my surgery than be sleepy performing it. So, uh, thanks, bruh. I think you probably did me a favor because you don't want nobody to fall asleep, cut your your ankle nerve or something, and then you can't got no use of your foot. Something crazy, and that ain't worth the money. I could just have uh, the next doctor come in and, and handle that. Yeah. So, probably better. Now, off. here's a here's another question off of that. 
So, given the fact, and I do believe that box wine poppy is correct, like, doctors are like regular people, so you got some crappy doctors, you got some really good ones. Would y'all prefer to have, like, a robot doctor? Like, if they had an automated doctor where they were like, look, this surgery, uh, we got it set up uh, to where this this robot is programmed, uh, it's precision, you know, down to the millimeter or whatever, would you get a robot surgery? And if they said, yo, this robot has performed this surgery successfully, this ankle surgery, a thousand times, no problems. Would you we, we just what, what what body part are we talking about here, dog? <laughs> ankle, same surgery. Okay, ankle say okay. Not your, clarify. not your lengthening surgery, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's something different. <laughs> And there goes Shonda. Shonda has <laughs> left the chat. Exit stage left. It happens once an episode. Shonda's just Goodness. like, whatever, I got myself. You guys are too I mean, much, right? I personally, yeah, man. I mean, you bring, robots, you bring a good question, man. Robots, um, they're they're unable to kind of, you know, bob and weave like we need them to in a surgery. If anything goes left or right out of the ordinary like the the doc is gonna know what to do and you got multiple people telling them what to do and if if he can't think of something so i think they're more malleable to the situation that robot is just gonna be like uh-oh <laughs> yeah. right just error yeah, you, you bring up a probability of survival a, is 99 percent or uh of yeah i, I could i this is a great question, and I mean, in theory, you should say the doc, the, the the robot, you know, because you're always gonna be sure it's gonna be accurate. But no, man, I don't want to go in there for my lengthening surgery, and then it's like the the trans the trans uh you know the the, the tra- post pre trans surgery. Like, no, man, don't don't somebody put the computer wrong program code in here, man. I don't want that. Man, no, dog. Paul, get the sex change. Yo, where did this go? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you hear about that stuff, man. You hear about people going there and they like all oh, like amputate this leg and it'd be the it'd other be the leg, leg or. Yeah. It'd be or take out this lung and be, you hear about horror stories like that and like uh have y'all seen that show that that series on on Peacock? It's called Doctor Death. Have you heard about that show? Have you heard about that dude? No. Uh, He's probably been on some podcast. I believe so. There's a there's a dude called Doctor and and the reason I know this about this dude is because he he he's from Memphis and he went to like uh where me and Ryan went to school at for undergrad and then he went to like uh, UT Medical School and he got like he came like a, a a highly paid I forgot what kind of surgeon he was. But basically, he went to he was in, practicing in Dallas, and he got kicked out of like two, three hospitals. And he was like he was like maiming people and killing them, like many of them. Many that's of not people. that's not little yeah. homie from Florida, is it? No, 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 no. This this is a, this is a legit white dude. Look it up, Shauna. Shauna probably Shauna probably gonna get it. You know, she's gonna get turned on. But look up, look at this. It's a peacock. It's a peacock series called Doctor Death. But it's about a real dude from Tennessee. But it's in it's based out of Dallas. This dude, he was just maiming people, and he was. But he was like, this dude was getting made, paid like six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year mm. to be a surgeon, and he was terrible at his job, and nobody was questioning him. Wow. Yeah, doctors, and so doctor. now he's in now Where's he's in jail. Part? Yeah, but but I mean, this stuff happens, man. It's, it's pretty common actually. Mm. Yeah. But people will be putting so much trust in these people. It's crazy. Believe me, I know a I know a surgeon that works out of the emergency rooms here and dealing with my job. If you knew that person went to the emergency room and that doctor was on there, you knew it's going to be three, four surgeries because they wasn't going to get it right. Wow. So, yep. Well, shout out to them. Uh, Phenom disappears right when it's time for his story. That's all, but I'll just continue. This. That's why, I like, like, so I need glass. Ryan, you got glass of Shawnee, you got glass of Phenom, might need glass of yeah, Phenom. Like, 
Yeah, he wears. Clothes. People be talking about the people be talking about the LASIK and getting the LASIK, but I'm like, dog, like, and man, the LASIK be cheap as hell nowadays. But like, I, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, you know, and you be hearing the commercials and be like, for for forty nine dollars, twenty nine, twenty nine, you can get LASIK surgery and be have twenty. I'm like, dog, no, I, that that's like one thing I don't want to pay for. I'm not paying twenty nine 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 I to get a, a, somebody, a, a robot or a human inject a laser into my eyeball. Now, let me pay the $1,000 eye. That's what, it's that's gonna, what I It's going to be like Minority Report. You're going to go in there. It's going to be a snotty doctor in a dirty lab with a you know an old <laughs> sandwich in the refrigerator eating in between eyes. Yeah, man, it's, it's nasty. But yeah, the computer does it. I just hope that the person typing in my information puts my information in, not somebody else's. And I'm, I'm scared to death. And that's why I haven't tried to do LASIK. Cause Same here. I need to be able to see. It's important. You get the the triple check or whatever, where they gotta scan your wrist and scan all of this. Give me the robot. It only takes one idiot. Give me that robot precision. Let's go to put Brian Brian going there with Brian, the, and then my eyes going there for the LASIK and have the, the length of the surgery on my eye. Be like, oh, <laughs> what you doing? You don't got my case file mixed what up, is dog. This on was, my that was forehead. I, to, I got. I was getting that surgery in six months, dog. Why are you Why are you doing this now? My mom it's had LASIK first, right whenever it was. Robot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just pl- program the robot to slap the doctor if he get the itis. That's all I need. That's my fail safe. Because you got to have somebody in there in case the robot does malfunction. So just program it to smack him, wake him up, good to go. Well, Your mom got the yeah, LASIK. Yeah, I was going to say it. she got LASIK right whenever it first came out. And it was, oh yeah, it was, it was probably, it was over two grand per eye. I do remember that. So, I mean, and it truly was like right whenever it started. Her vision was, you know, 2020 is perfect vision. Her vision was 2400. And like, it was that really bad. That's probably oh, it's terrible. It's really bad. 2020 yeah, is perfect. Binocular eye? Yeah. And across the ocean. so her, her vision before she had surgery was 2400, not 2020. 2020 is perfect vision. Okay. So that, that, yeah, right. that last number is way up. So it should be 20 and it was 400. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was. R- Ryan learning something on the pod. He never heard this before. So <laughs> it was just really, really, sc- it was really scary when she got it done because like I said, it was, it was new. You know, it. You know, yeah. it's not like twenty nine, the twenty nine dollar uh, surgery now. So, um, yeah, it was really, really crazy. But she's still. I mean, twenty years later, has no issues. She wears reading glasses sometimes, but she lucked out because it was pretty scary at the time when she had it done. Yeah, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be the guinea pig for any of these. Sur- like you know, like uh, like all like man, like the people getting the plastic surgery now, the you know the lengthening whatever. I mean, I, I'm sure it all works now, but like the dude that did it 20 years ago, 30 years ago, like man, you were, you was out there. You you're yeah, a wild be dude. An early adopter on anything. Don't be like no, LeBron no. and get the get the hair surgery, and then next week they come out with the better one, and now you still got the messed up lining. That's what mm. happened to him. I mean, hey, I mean, but Joe Biden got the plugs like forty years ago, and I mean, it, it doesn't look great, but at least it's holding strong. I don't know, maybe it's why, why can't I can't figure out why LeBron can't 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 figure this out, man. I think they I got the understand. one where you pull the skin up as you cut a cut a patch out and try to pull it forward. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, that's what he had. You saw that game? Was it was it the first game like two years when ago where like back. like his his hair got pushed up yeah. and like Anthony Davis was like was like, hey dog, your hair? And he was like he was like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. I was like, you didn't see it, and now every year that that headband just goes higher and higher and higher and higher. Yeah, yeah. let go, man. And I think uh, twenty twenty vision, I think, is like considered good vision, or that's what the average person would see. 
But no, you I consider can actually like have higher than twenty twenty vision. Like you can have yeah, twenty ten vision, right? Or twenty five vision. Yeah, I just use that um, for a starting point, but it actually hers went down to like twenty fifteen after the surgery. So yeah, nice. but that's twenty twenty is like the standard numbers that they go with, which is why right. I mentioned give me it. give me the X ray vision. That'll be I'll be set after that. I'll be good to go. Keep going, keep going. Next story. You'll be seeing through those gray sweatpants too. Oh. oh. <laughs> God. Never mind. Disregard. Right, pause. <laughs> Speaking of pants that uh, Paul would like to see through, the NFL. I know you be looking at them mm. linemen. I know you like it when they got that nice bubble. But uh, NFL, compare it again to slavery. I don't know what y'all would rather do. Mm, work in the fields picking cotton or playing the NFL as a wide receiver or running back. You choose. Or in this instance. A quarterback. So this was uh, actually a story that Box One Poppy put on the chat, uh, and I jacked him fair and square. Uh, and the reason is, uh, so this is talking about Colin Kaepernick. I don't know if y'all have seen his uh, special. I think it's called Black and White, uh, and it's on Netflix. And it's kind of interesting. My wife actually has been watching it, so I've kind of seen it as she's watched it, and it. Uh, it's kind of a bio. It, it trails Colin Kaepernick as a, as a kid. And it, you know, it's an acted series where they have, uh, you know, scripted, but then he's sort of narrating it in person. And so he's, mm-hmm. he's got the big fro and he'll have, uh, you know, historical context behind him. And then it'll go into the series, uh, almost like the wonder years or something like that. And so, I did see this episode where this article is talking about, check the show notes, uh, but they talk about Kaepernick comparing uh, the combine and going through the draft process with slavery. I can see that. So it does show, uh, you know, players working out and it shows them getting measured and, you know, doing the vertical and seeing how they can do the 40 and measuring the biceps and all of that. And then it shows back in the slave trade, where, again, they would measure the slaves, they would, you know, size them up and down, see how much they weight, how much cotton they thought they could pick, how many plows they thought they could, uh, uh, you know, operate and all of that. And so uh, it is an interesting conversation. And we, we hear about it every year near the draft because somebody ostensibly says, hey, you know, this is like slavery, uh, which typically i'm against that comparison because again these athletes are getting millions of dollars right um but i think in the sense that kaepernick did it i don't think it was wrong like i think it was accurate because he didn't say football players are are like slaves but he said the combine process the players are treated very similar to how Mm. they did during the slave trade so i have no beef with the comparison that he made. Uh, Ryan, let's go to you first on this one. You just come to you last. All right, I'm going to stay in character. How do I know if these black boys can play the football if I don't get to measure their behinds? I need to know what they have. <laughs> I need to know how tall they are. I need to know what size their calves are, their neck size, uh, how many children they are able pr- to produce, you know, for future generations. They need to know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. It has always been weird. Um back when I would peek in on the combine or something for fantasy football purposes. And it just would be just strange, just some dude 
talking about, oh, look at this bubble. <laughs> like it, he's got he's got quite a bubble, which means he can run faster because his glutes are bigger. It's it's ridiculous. Y'all already saw these dudes play football. Why they got to be there with their shirt off uh, so you can take pictures of them? It's weird. Box one. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I kind of piggyback on what Ryan said. Like, it's it maybe it's weird, but like, what I, I'd like to hear Colin tell us, like, what is a better system that he th- like? What do you what do you want? I mean, like, if you were the owner or the general manager or the even the fellow players on the team, and you're getting trying to pick the next dude. I mean, like, let's break it down. Phenom, when you were you know playing hoops at the at the the rec or whatever like that. You just basing you, you just see ten if you don't know the dudes you just basing off like what they look like you, uh, if, if there's somebody you walk in there with, in the gym with somebody six foot seven guess what they probably gonna get picked first for the next team right and the, the dude that's that's four foot eight probably and, and and out of shape and old and washed he's not getting picked first I mean so it's all based off like looks and appearance and you know muscle size I mean so I mean I see like what it is. Should it be, but what, what's the, what, give me another system. What, what would you like? How do you feel? How do you feel about football? No, like, what, like what, talent, like, uh, was he killing when he played? <laughs> like, oh, but it's what, hard, what but it's was hard. he doing against other talented competition? Of course, you but it's hard. It could you know, be I mean, system. You, you, it could be your coach's trash. You right. Or it could be school, you didn't get play time. But, yeah. yeah. All that stuff. I mean, it's, it's so just incomplete about that. I mean. And you got to have some kind of way to like get them all in the same room and like say like okay because there are, there are certain like um I mean we don't have to talk about, you know physical but you know but it is like okay well this dude's this dude's uh, you know, this kind of size and you got you know uh, versus this guy or you know bigger smaller that stuff does come into play so I mean yeah it does feel like a meat market to a, to a large degree but I mean I just don't understand I mean every other sport has a kind of a similar type thing NBA they don't really have a, a huge combine they do have a combine and they make the dudes go in there and play against each other so you can kind of see these are all the, the draft prospects and they're playing. That's you know, they and just like I, Yeah, but I, like I was in the Army, man, and they do the same kind of thing to you, man. Like when you first get into the military, like, you know, there's a lot of like going there and they're poking and prodding you. They're checking you out. They're like looking at your hands. If you got like flat feet, you, you almost pretty much getting kicked out or you can get an exemption because they don't want people with flat feet and stuff like that. You got, you know, you're not going to, you got to do a certain amount of push-ups, sit up, all, all, you know, physical ability. It ain't like the, the combine. But it, to an extent, it is like that, man. They're, they're poking and prodding you. You feel like meat a little bit too. So I get where you're coming from, but I just don't know another system that'll that that that, that can supplement it to to take it away. Shonda, give us the voice Shonda. of reason. Right. Yeah. Is, is this how you uh, measure your potential bows? I'm pretty sure they, they have does. to go through victims. The Shonda combine. <laughs> victims. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> so I haven't seen the Colin Kaepernick uh, black and white special. So I would I would like to see it in its full context. But I did watch the video on TMZ, like the little short blurb about it. And definitely seeing the parallels made you sort of raise an eyebrow or think like, hmm, well, definitely. I mean, you can see the parallels are right there. But I guess my question would be like, in the NFL, does truly performing that type of assessment really provide them with the information that they need to to bring together these like successful groups or these teams or whatever? And I don't know. I don't know that it truly does because, you know, you can have all of, you can look good on paper on your resume. And then whenever you actually get the job, you could be trash. So, I mean, I don't know that that's truly the right quote unquote system to use. And, you know, you hear a lot of times where players, although they are getting paid a lot of money, 
they do feel like, you know, like they run their bodies down. They're exhausted from, you know, all the, you know, hard work, the physical, you know, aspect of it. And then they have restricted freedom. So they feel so, you know, is it considered a form of slavery? But, you know, I don't know. But I, I think that definitely Colin had, um, you know, a, a fair point. And I would like to see it in this full context so I can truly wrap my brain around it. But I don't know. Yeah. You pretty and much a, stand a there in your draws <laughs> while they, while they uh, look you over. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and an important component to that, which Shonda alluded to, is the control part. You know, it's not just the fact that they're, you know, half naked. And uh, in addition to all the physical stuff, they do the wonder lick and they ask them all these questions. Like they ask them about everything. They go talk to their friends, their third grade teacher, the babysitter. Get mad, that kind of stuff. But but a component of that is the control. So once you're drafted, you know, that team owns your rights for four to five years. And so. You really can't make a a decision in terms of your career uh, beyond that. So again, I'm not saying it's like slavery because if, if you're paying somebody three million, four million, even five hundred thousand dollars a year, like clearly that's much more than slaves uh, got, which was uh, you know they got beat, they they got a butt whooping right. and somewhere to sleep. So maybe it, it's not apples cute. to apples, but I understand. You know, I understand the connection that they bring. I'm with you. Just need to see a better system, man. I mean, like Michael Sam. Like, I mean, based on performance in college, you would thought that dude would have been a first round draft pick. He didn't get drafted, right? Or you know, he got drafted like in the fifth or like eighth round, sixth or seventh round, right? Eighth round. And then like it, and then like at Memphis, we had this dude, a big offense, defensive lineman named Don Terry Poe. Memphis was terrible. I think we we may have won one game one year. Don Terry Poe, but this dude went to the combine and he like he's like 350 pounds. He ran like the fastest, you know, over 300 pound 40 yard dash ever or something like that. This dude went from like no name, unheralded, didn't really play well in college on terrible teams, and he was a top 10 draft pick because of because a large because his 40 yard dash was like off the like it was like almost like a, a running back, but he was 350 pounds, whatever it was. But was he was he any good in his career? He was. He yeah, he was good. He was pretty good. Smack. He had a, he had a solid he had a very solid career. Chiefs. Uh, he finished with the Cowboys, but he was but he he he, he was like one dude that kneeled for the Cowboys, but he was at the end of the rope. But he had some good seasons. Yeah, he had I, some good years. That, I mean, there's a lot of workout wonders. You know, yeah, moves that boost their stock. Where on the field, they're like a six round pick. And then they run that 40 or, you know, they lift 225 pounds 80 times. Remember KD, and KD like, couldn't, oh couldn't get up 125. It was pretty low. It was trash. But he balled out. Right. And I know I saw something yeah. recently about Iverson uh, where they said he never lifted weights. And they asked him why, I think, you know, later in his career or, or maybe at the end of his career, they said, man, I, Iverson – why, why didn't you ever lift weights when you played? And he was like, man, that shit was too heavy. <laughs> but he's one of the top 50 players ever. So uh, I think you you have to do some type of measuring. Like, you can't say it should just all be on film. Let them run the 40, measure their height, weight. But the level that they get into Don't in make terms them stand of these measurements, it's excessive. <laughs> I mean, but for millions, but for millions, I mean, if you try to pick like, I mean, because you see like, let's let's just take quarterbacks. 
you got all these quarterbacks and you don't know. And, and, and like basically whoever you put your money on, like that's your next commitment for like the next five, 10 years. I mean, it can really destroy your friend. It can destroy coaches. It can destroy the entire franchise for decades if you don't make this right pick. And let's say you got four or five dudes. Let's say you got you got what would you call him, Phenom? The the backup goat. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's what's the what's the homie's name from from Mizzou? Uh, Chase Daniel. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you got and you got like three other dudes, right? And you don't know, but you don't. You're like, okay, well, they all seem like the NFL, but you don't know. You're gonna want to do the Wonder League. I I mean, I see where the evolution of this stuff has come from. They're like, okay, what you know? What skills are we looking for in you know past quarterbacks that are good? And you know, no, and they trying to figure out like, how can never we test start, it? They can't get rid of you. <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm lining them up on the field. I'm going to say, all right, let's run these plays. We're going to work you out. I got my mm-hmm. all-pro D-back on here. I got this average wide receiver. Let's see if you can complete some passes on them. Like, I want to see him on the field. Then I'm going to evaluate that with the tape that I got. And I'm going to look at the 40 time. I'm going to look at the height. Uh, but they they just go way too. But what if it's more like that? Like, you got you, I mean, you got to know the playbook. I mean, it's not all just athletic. It's, it, I mean, it's not, a lot of it is like discipline, not being a head case. Uh, but, you know, being able to memorize the playbook. You know, things, think things about of like that nature. And then we can move on to the next topic. So they do all this. They have this crazy intricate system, and this isn't just mm-hmm. footballs, basketball, other sports. Have them, too. Yeah. What is the success rate? Of the draft. It's like 50-50. It's, it's basically like you flipping a coin. Uh, half the guys that they draft pan out. Half of them end up bust or underperforming. So despite the fact that you done looked through this dude's entire history, you done talked to his ex-girlfriend, his mama's ex-boy, you done talked to all these people, and you got a 50-50 shot of them working. So. That little, that little, that little two point advantage, plus or minus, you know, that, that's it can it can change change destinies. I guess that's the only thing I can say. But anyway, let's move on to the next topic, man. Next topic we got Ryan. Goes back to the black Ryan. This is his favorite topic. He loves talking about this. Right, about to set he it does, off. Actually. Jada Pinkett. <laughs> Jada Pinkett set me off this week because mm. once again I was like, "Why is she talking? Stop talking about your marriage." Uh, Jada supposedly. Um, <laughs> she supposedly came out and said that they were uh, they, like Will couldn't couldn't please her or something, or that was always a situation in their marriage or an issue in their marriage. Uh, I don't know uh, to the extent because I did not watch this table talk, but I did uh, see Fifty Cent's response, and I agree with him one hundred percent, just based off what we've heard in the past and uh, rumors of what we're hearing now. He said. <laughs> He said, yo, why does Jada Pinkett keep talking? Um, Specifically, let me read the quote. Why she keep doing this, doing S like this? It makes the relationship appear weak. First, an an entanglement. Now this. Come on, WTF. That's what 50 wrote on IG. And as a man, I stood up and I saluted. And I said, yes, sir, you are correct. Why does Jada Pinkett keep dissing Will Smith as many times as she can? Um, I was just curious what y'all thought. Uh, I was going to throw out a couple conspiracy theories that I thought of over the weekend. Let's start with uh, Shonda. Defend this, Shonda. Yeah, Shonda got to defend this. You got to defend this. Why do I have to? (laughs) If not, just just slander. That's like we're going to do. Come on. uh, What'd you say? Ovaries over broveries? 
No. Uh, that's right. Open your ovaries. Defend your ovaries. <laughs> so I did see, um, I guess, the other headline that sort of kicked this thing off. And it, it sounded like, I did not watch the table talk, so uh, it, it still sounded like Jada supposedly said that um, intimacy life with Will could be hard. Um, but then she later came out and said that she said it never was an issue. Now, I did hear a clip from the show, and I don't understand how that headline was was made based on what she said, because it really wasn't what she said at all. She was really sort of talking about the premise of saying that you should be able to read, or there's the expectation of your partner should be able to read your mind in a relationship. And she said that that was very untrue and the communication was the hard part just around intimacy with will that was what i understood it to be however in the i mean before that never would i one agree with 50 cent on most things and two jada has really been getting on my nerves since this whole entanglement <laughs> thing so thank you but in this particular uh, situation, I, I think that the media sort of went on on their own little frenzy or whatever, but uh, definitely not what I took from what I heard. And I don't know. I, I kind of still agree with 50 because I, I don't think that Jada's given him a free run for his money. I think that he's probably done an equal amount of things in the relationship, but he has the sense enough to just be quiet about it. And I think that just for... I guess the, the, I think they should just keep it to themselves because there's been so much mystery around like their relationship and such anyway. Like it was almost better whenever we didn't know. Like I, you know, we don't need to be all up in it. So just keep it to yourselves, Smiths. Ghetto phenomenon. Get on this chick, man. What's she doing out here? I mean, honestly, I think half of it is. For rating's sake. I mean, it's, it's a way to stay relevant. Uh, I think Boxwine said Will's got a movie out or coming out. Uh, the one about Venus Williams. Uh, I think she... I don't even necessarily think she's doing it for his sake. Uh, but, you know, maybe. They've had some conversations in that. But uh, I think it's a way for her to keep the red table talk relevant and to keep people coming back to say some some outrageous, outlandish stuff and um, you know, I think she did say, or she insinuated that it was difficult for them to have a healthy sex life, uh, or to, you know, after 22 years or however long, you know, that that was a challenge. So I don't, I don't think the headlines were necessarily off. Um, you know, maybe she didn't say it directly, but again, she's always popping off about, their sex life or, you know, her entanglements or whatever. And it is like, I do have Jada Pinkett Smith fatigue. I'm just like, look, just, just go sit down somewhere. Uh, but I, I think it's, it's the world we live in. Like people like attention and she clearly likes attention. And so it doesn't matter. Um, you know, and maybe that's her truth or whatever, but like, she know that that's uncomfortable, uh, for him and uncomfortable for them so i'm i don't i don't really care one way or another but i do think you know that's that's what she does and will 
he deals with it, so it is what it is. Box Wine, let me jump in front of you, and then I'm going to get you the last word. I play the conspiracy music here. Also think these people are actors, both of them. Will Smith, one of the greater ones in our generation. And what they're doing is just whatever they can for likes, shares, thoughts, and prayers. And they just acting this whole thing out. Because otherwise, why is he with her? How come he won't get a divorce? Like, what are they doing? I mean, she's, she always talk about Tupac. She, she be doing the most out here. And he seems to be okay with it. And it makes no sense to me. But uh, nobody's that serious about uh, marriage or not getting a divorce. I think it's all fake. They're just doing it just for attention. And their marriage is probably perfect, like we all thought it was in the beginning. They've always said, I mean, it seems like even from the beginning, they've always said, like, we're, we're going to be open and, you know, we're going to share whatever, you know, whatever our thoughts are and not be trapped. And so I, I think they both are, you know, doing whatever. I think essentially it's an open marriage. That's not my business, not my place. But I think that's part of it. Like, why leave if y'all had this whatever agreement or, or this decision? Like, look, we're going to do whatever. And so she's making it public, which is embarrassing. Because she's dissing you <laughs> whenever she hey, can. If you, if you Will Smith and you worth, how much money is he worth? Whatever, $700 million. If I, like, who cares if you're, it, it, who, who cares about the public aspect of it? He's still Will Smith. You ain't got so. nothing but your manhood, player. Can't have that. Look. Look, this is me. You know, Will Smith, man. Like, it's a good. He's a, he's a better man than me. That's all I can say. Like, he he put him with too much, man. Like this chick. First of all, she always talking about Tupac every birthday. She she talking about there. This is the, this is my this is my love. My my first love. My spirit animal. The guinea pigs agree. They my love Tupac animal. too. <laughs> Whatever she talking about. Like, man, if you don't get that mess out of here, like, hey, once you married to me, like that. There, there ain't no mention of other guys, man. But she does that, and then the entanglement stuff. And yeah, I'm sure Will did something too. But like, you know, Will keep keep his his, his girls on a leash, man. She couldn't do that. She got this dude out here just going crazy, talking to everybody about about his, her little entanglements and stuff like that. So, so. would you rather hang out so with Jada Pinkett or uh, Will Smith? She seems like she'd future. be a real. She'd be. She, I don't think I'd want to hang out with either of them. But they seem. She seems like she'd be even more annoying. Than, I mean, but it's interesting though, like your, your conspiracy theory, because. Like, I mean, when's Will been in a big movie, man? Will was like on top of the world for Every like movie he's he like a five, six, seven year. But it's not. It's not. Like, it ain't been the same. It ain't been the same, man. It, like since I am Legend, it really ain't been the same, man. I mean, you can kind of say that one. Uh, yeah. He, okay, you've been in the game, yeah. But I mean, like uh, Adrian Peterson's playing NFL football now, but he ain't he ain't been on elite for but years. He's still you know, truck Brent, somebody and take somebody to take it to the house. It's gonna happen. He's so he can right now he's just on the practice squad right now. Right. But but Will Smith, they, uh, Pursuit of Happiness is probably the last movie I saw of Will Smith that, that I thought was was decent, and I didn't really like that one either. But that was like the last. I mean, what was that? Probably like two thousand six. I watch. I watch. Seven, I watch all his movies. That's just me. They they got something to him. I like Gemini Man. I got. It's weird, but I like it. He. He's trying. Then Jada. I mean, what? When, Jada, unless she get naked for in Jason's lyric, it's and that was like 1999 or something like that, man. It's a wrap for now, her. Jada, Jada as far as actress. Yes. Yeah, she was in but, the what the, the Gotham or whatever. That, uh, she was in. The, she was in the the movie yeah. with the uh, Queen Latifah. The 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 and date. What, what, the movie in New Orleans. What it was? Girls Trip. Girls Trip. Yeah, but I think she. I think she could work 
if she wants to work. I think she's in a position where she can kind of pick her projects. But they not they not at, at one time they were like no, top. I, I top wouldn't even tier. say at a, one time a, they a, were a, top a, tier. A. Like she was always on all the dudes lists, you know, because she looked good. But it wasn't like she was getting the great roles, you know, great acting roles. No, but but as far as the story, I mean, but he, just but, he, but he was so up there, like he just pulled her up there with him. So I mean, they were but they were top. They were like up there. I mean, she was she and was now, with Jamie Foxx before he was really Jamie Foxx. Like, I didn't even know that he was playing around in them old movies. So box wine, if you're you're saying that Will Smith needs to to chuck the deuces and uh yeah. revive his career, then Con- who should he get with? Who should be the replacement? All of a sudden Paul The answer is Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin, <laughs> like like we all know and we've been suspecting for decades. Come on now. What are we talking about? Was this a thing? Supposedly that's rumors. the internet rumor. That's the long term rumor. Really? We don't think uh, August Alcina is going to come back around? For, for Will? Real? I don't oh, know. Oh, for Will. Okay. I don't. I had never heard that before. <laughs> well, we know it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. And it's all allegedly. Everybody's, if, if Will, if you listen to the pod, it's allegedly. We don't know. <laughs> all right. Well. But he's, I mean, yeah, I mean. If they want more drama, go ahead and get the divorce and let's see what happens. It can't, it can't, it can't be good. Like open marriage for like 20, 30 years. Come on, man. It, it, it sounds good, like in theory as a dude, but like in reality, that's got to be trash. What's a uh, right? what's old girl? It can't work. What's old girl off of Insecure? Uh, the AKA chick. Maybe uh, Will can swing by and and, and uh, holler at her. I like her. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. No, why please, not? No. Why not? She's annoying. She's annoying. And Jada, Jada's not. Real life. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with that either. I'm sure. Sure, she she'd be. Uh, at least she'd be at home at night. She ain't uh, writing letters to Tupac and leaving them on his tombstone and stuff. Weird. That is weird. All right. So, uh, if the audience would like to contact us and let us know who Will Smith uh, should be interested in next, uh, once he dumps this broad, uh, where can they contact us, Phenom? <laughs> What she gotta be abroad. Uh you can email us at the Black Pod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media. Check us out on Facebook for all the old heads. For everybody else, you can hit us at Black Delegates. That's underscore between black and delegates on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Ghetto Phenom. Follow at Boxwine Poppy on Twitter or at the Black Ryan on Instagram and Twitter. Shonda's still holding out. Uh so Shea Butter Baby. Uh, I'm gonna give it about two more weeks, and Shea Butter Baby is coming to life. Uh, Box Wine Poppy. People want to help out the show. If they want to help us grow, what can they do? Hey, first of all, look. The, the crazy thing about Will Smith is Will Smith is a rapper. He married to a chick, and she the the chick don't even say that he's that that's her that's been her husband for twenty five some years, and you don't say that's your favorite rapper, man. You can you're not allowed to say Tupac's your favorite rapper if you're married to a rapper. You gotta say parents just don't understand and nightmare on my street and summertime are your favorite jams. You can't be talking about no Tupac stuff. That's crazy. That's insane to me. And, key, and hey, Will just lets key, it slide. I think Will can speak. That's just me. <laughs> I don't know about that either. But <laughs> Willie, really, Big Willie style was point, a cool album. His last freestyle was cool. <laughs> I like his stuff. Yeah. At this point, he just needs to. I'm gonna I'm give him the same advice I gave the Black Ryan. He just need to d- drop a diss track. Mm. 
Just drop a diss track on Red Table Talk. Nice. You need to go on Red Table Talk and <laughs> spit flames at her. That would be dope. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, him and Eminem do a little, little rap <laughs> <laughs> about killing their girlfriends. No. Anyway, man, hey, if you like, this, like the show, raise reviews, give us five stars. We don't really care what you say in the comments. Say, say, Tell us how terrible we are in the comments, but still hit those five stars. That's all we need. And Shonda, people want to go to the website. They want to see what's going on. Where can they go? Blackdelegates.com. I, mean, I need you to say that. Mm, that was Shonda a rain endorsement right out. there. Right. Wow, <laughs> right. what we say? <laughs> What? That's how I always we say We did it. something wrong. You mad at us? <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm in trouble now. Dang, we got to buy some right. flowers or something. What is right. this? No, you're good. She's like, it was too many lengthening jokes. Right, we just Y'all like, what's are, wrong? I'm Nothing. Nothing. It's all good. All right, so uh, if Shonda and- allows us, uh, I guess we'll be back next week, y'all. <laughs> right. Oh, and Box Wine Poppy, you were right. I tried to run the uh the Halloween playlist. It was trash. <laughs> so trash. I ended up I just went to the spooky sounds. Really? Uh spooky sounds, that's the way to go. Yeah, you can't do nothing but old nineteen sixty songs and they're not scary. So yeah, I feel you. Facts. All right. Till next week. Next week. Peace. Picks up about three yards.